Next on BYU Sports Nation, winning on a Monday. How the BYU women's hoops team won in a loss. Say what? A sweet, sweet 16 performance by the Cougars. BYU football back in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Oh, it felt good. And the Cougar quarterback looking healthy and sharp. Taysom Hill and his new entourage of receivers doing work Saturday. Plus, Bronco Mendenhall like you have never heard him before. An interview that will live in the annals of BYU Sports Nation history. (laughs) Just don't forget the snacks. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Monday, March 31st, April Fool's Eve. And the opening day of Major League Baseball. Woo! Boys of Summer. Mariners at Angels tonight. King Felix, get some. Go Ams, and that's for you. Yes. BYU Sports Nation back to work on a Monday. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with a guy who has more green clothing in his closet than the Notre Dame mascot, Jerem Jordan. You better believe Wherever it. Wherever and however you may be joining us, great <laughs> to have you with us. What a weekend for BYU sports, oh, my great. friend. It was great. Spring football, Sweet 16 college basketball, and men's volleyball all Doing work, like you said, getting it done. Volleyball locked up the number one seed in the conference tournament. That's huge. They're going to have home court advantage if they win the quarterfinal. And that's the earliest anyone in the 20-year history of the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation has locked up the one seed. Fantastic. They've never won regular season titles back-to-back, correct? Correct. Never ever in BYU volleyball history. Congratulations to the men's volleyball team. Hey, join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever. And please, do yourself a favor, get involved in today's Twitter conversation. What is your BYU Sports Nation top headline today? Okay, so we, we asked you on Friday what you thought, thought it would it be. Would be yeah. We want you to pay it off today. So to me, it's men's volleyball clinches number one seed. Hard to argue that. I'm still, I'm still so impressed with the way that the BYU women's basketball team plays yes. that it's... Maybe it's a, the sweetest loss ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They impressed in a loss. It was good. Listen to BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast each and every weekday live on BYU TV or on BYUtv.org. It's a Monday, and it's time to rise and shout because it's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Football spring cleaning. I think compared to last spring, you know, I was so worried about making sure my knee had rehabbed properly that I didn't have any injuries there, that I wasn't able to do a whole lot on, on my game, uh, hone in on mechanics and, and various things like that. But this year it's entirely different. BYU quarterback Taysom Hill, we spoke with him on Saturday after the spring scrimmage. It's clear he feels more confident after a year as a starter. 102 plays, by the way, in that spring football game. And yeah. Taysom played way more than both you and I thought he would. Yeah, he threw uh, 27 passes, went 19 of 27, uh, rushed the ball nine times. I think BYU fumbled the ball a little bit. Bronco Mendenhall told us that as yeah, a part a of our sloppy. BYU Sports Nation special. So they kept it uh, going. Here's a long uh, touchdown pass to Michael Davis was a part of that. Uh, some good stuff from Taysom. I talked about uh, wanting to see Taysom throw the ball down the field a little more, and we saw that. He ended up throwing for 307 yards on only 27 passes. I like that. His ability to throw on the run is what impressed me the most. There yeah. was a completion he had to Kurt Henderson down the field for 25 or 30 yards when it looked like he was on a dead sprint to the right. So Taysom Hill has cleaned some things up. At least that's what we could tell in the spring game. His completion percentage, 19 of 27, which is right at 70%. 
which is a far cry and that's from the what stat it was of the last day. year. <laughs> Let's just go there now. Stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Uh, <laughs> Stealing my thunder, you piece of lightning. 70. 70% for Taysom Hill. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. Oh, that's Normally funny. Normally, we, you know, we plan this out. We talk about when we're going to do it. Yep, that was an epic fail on my part. Hey, you know what? It bears repeating. 70%. You know what? It's like a pro day where, hey, you better be crisp. You better be good. You're not going full bore. You're not going to get tackled. You're wearing the green jersey and all that. (laughs) Which, by the way, the quarterbacks wear the green so that you don't hit them, right? They used to wear kind of this pinkish, reddish thing, John Beck. Uh, They they ended that and they went to green. I'm glad they ended that. And then they brought back red for the guys that you absolutely can't touch. Craig Bills, Mitch Matthews were wearing red on Saturday. Red. What? Some, some other guys that weren't wearing red but didn't play, Jamal Williams, uh, Bronson Kafusi, Alani Fua. Alani Fua. So those guys are Aldenon still healthy. Brown didn't play either. But really, there's, there's not a huge emphasis for them to have to sure. play. Sure. They've proven themselves. They're good. So we saw 40 combined carries from Jeremiah Burr and Nate Carter. Who? Yeah, these guys have put in time in practice. Nate Carter is actually impressed. He's all spring football first-teamer. He's, He's been pushing awesome. other guys to be better, and that's the sure. good thing about having a guy like Nate Carter. He is, might get a couple carries yes, during the year. He's he might. pushing the guys that are there on full scholarship, Jamal Williams, Algie Brown, Adam Hine, Lasique. Like He's pushing yeah. those guys to be better. So I, I like the dynamic that he brings to this BYU football team. Emerging receivers in Michael Davis, Taron Houck, Kurt Henderson, you and I kind of think he might be the Skylar Ridley, yes. an underrated receiver. Nick Kurtz uh, had five catches. He was kind of Christian Stewart's go-to there for a little while. So good to see Nick Kurtz out there. So the emerging receivers, the, one of the main storylines, besides Taysom playing a lot for me, was the emergence of, of Zach Stout, the linebacker. Hashtag the return. That guy has gone through a lot. He's, he is very grateful and humble to be back on the field. We talked to him on Saturday as well. Talk to Bronco about Zach and what he did uh, for his team on Saturday. Maybe the most pleasant surprise so far is Zach Stout. We didn't know where he would be in terms of fitness level and mindset and coming back. And he didn't start as a starter this spring. But if I were to say today who would start at Mike Linebacker, it would be Zach Stout. Wow. Boom. Mike Linebacker, Zach Stout. Taking Hashtag care the return. of business. Taking <laughs> care of business. Again, Not a humble, kidding. Zach Stout. kid. No major injuries mm-hmm. as well. That's the best news out of Saturday. I mean, there were some far. bumps and bruises, but Bronco said, you know, no, no major injuries. No Jonah is, Pritchard breaking is, oh, a leg or Ammon Olsen oh. straining a ligament. Or... That was so horrible yeah. when that happened to Jonah Pritchard. The kicking game even looked sharp on kickoffs. And that's, that's notable because Lee Johnson, former BYU punter, kicking great. The greatest barefooted punter in BYU history. Maybe in the NFL's history. No kidding. Like, Lee Johnson said he didn't think BYU would have a guy that could kick the ball out of the end zone We saw it a couple times. And it happened a couple of times. The funniest part of the spring scrimmage, by the way, was Michael Davis catching the ball. There's no no kickoff return. It's just he's just running in front of no one. And he's booking it down the sideline. (laughs) No one's one's out there. And the public address announcer says, Davis finds a seam. He could go. (laughs) He did it again. He did it again when he ran into the end zone for the second time. like, yeah. Davis with his second touchdown today. There's nobody on the field. Four punt returns for touchdowns and three kickoffs. It was fantastic. You know what, though? He's fast, and that's exciting. Yes. He was a DB due to necessity last year. His natural position is receiver. He's fast. Dark dark horse to be a guy that emerges. Did the the spring game create excitement for you moving forward, Jerem? Not a ton, but it was fun to be in the stadium. It was, it was, I'll tell you this. You're right. The point you're getting at. It was fun to see guys yes! like Michael Davis. Absolutely. It he, created he can play. anticipation for the season. 
I mean, it's it's exciting. It's not that far away. Let's keep it rolling. Topic two. Biggest moral victory ever. Goes to Bailey. Bailey with five. Make it four on the shot clock. Dribbles left to step back and gets it to go. Morgan Bailey, are you kidding me? To step back with a shot clock winding down. Puts it in for two. That could be top ten. Uh, no, we are not kidding you. Ty Brandenburg on the call for BYU Radio from the Sweet 16 in Lincoln, Nebraska. Morgan Bailey representing the BYU Sports Nation karma against top-seeded and top-ranked UConn. So I ask her on Twitter, hey, Morgan, how did that BYU Sports Nation karma feel? And she says, felt good. You should have me on more often. Unfortunately, the season's over, but maybe it can carry over to, into next year. 14 Four- points, yeah. And she had eight of BYU's first 10, including two three-pointers. She was good. You're exactly right. If there ever was a great moral victory, this I, I don't is like the one. That. I don't yes. like that term. Yes. But in this case, you know what? BYU probably wasn't going to beat UConn, but they put up a heck of a fight. At halftime, uh, Rebecca Lobo, Kara Lawson, and company in the ESPN studios, they couldn't believe what was going on. BYU trailed by one. BYU had a lead later in the game against UConn than anyone else this entire season. That includes second and third-ranked Duke and Stanford. Yeah, how many teams had a second-half lead on UConn this season? Uh, one, and it was BYU. Brigham. Brigham. Germs thought, for Brigham. BYU played a, uh, they played a really good game. They ran out of gas. They got into foul trouble. That's fine. You know yeah. what? And my hair survives, thank goodness. <laughs> but, but BYU <laughs> played a good game. I, I think that the ladies represented so well. Way to represent, for ladies. BYU. Nice, to represent. Nicely done. Can we get Sweet an early six. rise and shout yes. for them? Rise and shout. Early rise rise and shout to them. What a season. 28 wins. Program record. Third 12 seed ever to go to the Sweet 16. They have a lead on UConn in that game. Not 2 nothing. It's late. It's, I mean, it it's second in the second half. half. They were up six they points late in the Johnson, first half. New York Times article. I mean, they did, uh, that's about as good as you can play. And here's the thing. If they don't play UConn, they maybe win that game. If it's not UConn. <sighs> any it's a, team. A, any other team. Yeah. They might win that game. Well done, ladies. That, that just, I just can't say enough about the job they did, the run they got on at the end of the season when something snapped after that West Coast Conference Tournament Championship loss to Gonzaga. That was, that was fantastic. Yes, they lost, but in a lot of ways, it feels like they won. It just does. And I know I'm not the only one that thinks that. A lot of people across BYU Sports Nation feeling that way. Uh, let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat. Men's volleyball, as Jerem mentioned, locked up the number one seed in the approaching MPSF tournament. Back-to-back regular season champions. Nicely done, men. And uh, Daniel Summerings in the PGA Tour. This was good yesterday. Second, finishes second at the Valero Texas Open I'm guessing <laughs> that Daniel took home a nice paycheck. Yes. And then our uh, final other headline, Jordan Chapman's back from a mission. Son of Jeff, he'll be a guard on the football team this fall. Got home over the weekend. What is your BYU Sports Nation top headline today? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. Okay, at Parker Lawrence says, <laughs> I don't know if this is so much a headline, but this, this deals with something you're going to see a little bit later when we show you the Bronco Mendenhall interview. Somehow Bronco definitely ignored Jerem Jordan's seven questions on whether Bronco knew Spencer Linton's name. <laughs> he did. He kept ignoring. <laughs> Do you even know his name? He has, he has said my name before, so I know he knows it, but I think it's part of the, it's part of the shtick. At, <laughs> yeah, it is. At Laser Sheep, Robert and I hates Twitter. <laughs> Among other things. And Bronco Mendenhall suffers from snack disappointment <laughs> following spring scrimmage. That's the headline. Oh, so good. <laughs> Laser Sheep got a personal uh, 
Shout out, shouted at. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what, what do you call that? Yeah, Robert and I's like, I said at Laser Sheep that asks a, you this question, Robert person? and I, and he says, Is that a real person? Like, was is that, that a real with thing? a real life? With a real life. <laughs> yes. At Laser Sheep it's is. a real person. Laser Sheep is our homeboy. Oh, my goodness. That was so good. Keep your tweets coming. What is your hashtag BYUS and top headline today? Send it into BYU Sports Nation using the hashtag BYUS. And for me, I say a sweet, sweet 16 loss. Yeah, that's good. That's headline material. And you're going to go with volleyball? I'll give you time. Volleyball to clinches number one seed. Yeah. How, it, Obviously, you can't get biased. Around. You can't get around it. <laughs> Up next on BYU Sports Nation... We'll have more from spring football and what Bronco Mendenhall is working on offense for, why he's spending an emphasis of the time, or the, the majority of the time there. Brian Logan will give us his thoughts on that next, and also a loaded secondary. This is a Monday edition of BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. The show rolls on. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU and the BYU Radio iOS app simulcast on BYU TV. Wednesday, watch the Y Awards. It's this week, baby, live on BYU TV for the first time ever. Previously taped, this time live. If you're local, you can go to the Y Awards without a ticket in the Marriott Center. First come, first serve, just show up. It's hosted by Studio C. Don't miss it. Wednesday at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. And 45 minutes ago, we released the information of how to vote on Game of the Year. This is 100% fan voted, brand new category. Go to BYUTVSports.com to learn how to vote for the Game of the Year. Jerem rented a lime green tuxedo. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm producing the... T- well, BYU Sports Nation is heavily involved in the Wire Awards. Yes. So I'm producing the TV side of it. Uh, you are one of the presenters. And then Ben Bagley, our producer, is going to be the voice. In-house voice. And now, welcome to the... What- yeah, he'll do it. But yeah, BYU Sports Nation heavily represented Wednesday at the Wire Awards. Don't miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. What is your BYU Sports Nation top headline today? We asked you on Friday to prognosticate, to predict what you thought it would be. Got some great responses before the weekend. Now that the weekend has been fulfilled... What is your top headline today? Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Our first guest today is Brian Logan. Hashtag Logan kind of takeover because he's joining us on the phone. <laughs> Brian, what's kind your yeah over. exactly? What's your top headline today across BYU Sports Nation? Um, Coach Mendenhall's uh, interview. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna listen to that. And if you're watching the simulcast, you'll see it later as well. Uh, it was it was a once in a I feel like once in a lifetime thing for Bronco Mendenhall, who has taken a lighter approach at the end of spring football. Brian Logan joining us on BYU Sports Nation, and uh, uh, Brian, he, Coach Mendenhall has spent a lot of time working with the offense, which was a surprise. Not as much as a surprise as that interview was, but uh, he's he's stepping out of the box a little bit. What did what did you like that you saw from the offense, and and maybe the, some improvements that Coach Mendenhall working with the O has brought. Yeah, I, I think you know. I, I think him working with the offense definitely brings the the intensity level up. Uh, there's something about Coach Mendenhall as a as a player that uh, you just want to impress him. You you want to make sure that you're at your best at all times. And you know, I just remember when he was a when he was a when, when I was playing and he was walking around uh, during practice. Uh, you know, if he's on the other side of the field, 
you know, you don't notice it and you're just going about your business. But as soon as he's in your area watching your drill, uh, you know, there's a sense of urgency, you know, you're kind of shaking, you're freaking out, and you're like, oh, I want to, I want to be at my best. So, you know, just his presence is what uh, uh, helps to, to bring the best out of uh, his players. And so I think him being in the meeting rooms and, and giving his opinion and, and being around the guys off the, off the side, you know, he has that same effect. So it, it definitely shows, you know, the spring uh, it showed on Saturday, just the intensity of the offense. I mean, they moved the ball really well. Uh, just about 600 yards uh, that they gained in total offense. Uh, Taysom Hill, I, I, I love how poised he was in the pocket, uh, how accurate his throws were. Uh, and, and, you know, we saw last year once he started to, uh, you know, really start to in- increase his, his, his percentage, uh, his accurate percentage. Uh, you know, he was, he was throwing really short passes, you know, slants and outs, very high percentage throws. And something that I wanted to, to see, uh, you know, coming into this year uh, and, and really just evolving his game was the, the longer passes down the field. And, and, and we were able to see that. So if he can, you know, put those two together, complete the, the smaller passes, but still have the home run hit, I mean, it, this offense is going to be unstoppable. Brian, don't let Spencer push you to talk about offense first. You want to talk about defense first. How did you think? <laughs> I, do, the, I do. How did you think the defense fared on Saturday? Well, you know, the, 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 the tricky thing is this: when 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 spring ball happens and when there's scrimmage type situations, uh, it's hard to really evaluate the defense because of uh, them going against one uh, the first you know the first string offense. So you have the second string defense. Uh, versus the, sec- the, the first string offense in, in most cases, uh, and then two, you know, you do have a lot of the starters that are out now. Now, granted, Jamal and some of the guys were out on offense, but you know, defensively, um, you know, you have most of the de- defensive linemen out. You have Bronson, Kafusi, Alani Fua uh, off on the sideline, uh, you know, drinking lemonade and, and relaxing. So it's it's kind of hard to to fully judge. But you know some of the some of the, the younger guys uh, that stepped up, um, I, I think they, they they did a good job um, compared to this offense and and, and uh, the strides that, that they're taking. Uh, you know they had they had three turnovers. Uh, they they got to the quarterback, uh, which is always something that you you like to see. Uh, and and I I really don't think that the defense uh, is, is going to really drop off. I mean the past couple of years, uh, it doesn't matter who is coming in and who's replacing guys that are leaving. Uh, the defense really never, never uh, tended to, to lose a beat. Brian Logan, former BYU defensive back from 2009 to 2010 and current BYU TV sports analyst, joining BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Okay, analyze this, Brian, the Bronco Mendenhall interview with us on Saturday. What, what was your take on that? I oh man, I loved it. Uh, I loved it. I, I laughed, uh, you know, the whole time. And I, if I were to give my rating, I would give you guys a negative five on the candy. Uh, <laughs> negative five know, I, out of I, ten. Wow. Negative, negative, negative five. Well, one, I'm a little bit biased because I don't really like chocolate that much. I, I'm more of a you know gummy, uh, you know, uh, you're a gushers guy. Gummy bears. You're a gushers. Gushers, guy. right? Foot, foot by the foot. So. Uh, you know that's 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 one thing, and then too, uh, you know, the, just the, the bite size. I'm kind of with Coach Mendenhall. You know, uh, the, the bite size. Uh, that's like stuff for my son. You know, he's a, he's a grown man. You know, get, get her, give him some king some king size uh, snacks there. But uh, you know, it's it, it's good to to see the, uh, his personality on camera. I mean, this is 
uh, what we were able to see when when we were playing. And I, you know, I can't speak for the guys before, like like David Nixon and and, and you know guys like Austin Collie, because I'm I, I'm not sure I wasn't there. But you know, when I when I did come in 2009, that's what we saw all day, every day. Really, that uh, you and, saw and, that from Brock Mendenhall all day, every day. All all day every day. Yes, he wow. you know he is he he's, he is the most you know and my wife will say to this day that he is top three you know funniest uh, you know people that she's ever met. And really, he, he, he Brian jokes, Regan, around, Jim Gaffigan, yeah. and Bronco Mendenhall. <laughs> Are those top three? You know, he, he 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 has this 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 personality that um, you know that is that, that is very fun and, and funny. I mean, when you're walking through the hallways. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll joke around with you. He's always, you know, say tons of short jokes to me and, and called me a uh, squirt from, uh, finding Nemo, uh, you know, the, the, the turtle. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, he, it, it was, it was kind of weird. Uh, you know, this is my, my personal opinion that, uh, when, you know, when we would do interviews and you would see the interviews on TV, how, um, you know, you, you really want to show that, uh, you, you want to see that side of him. And I always believe that, um, you know, Coach Mendenhall liked to, to keep things in-house. And, and, you know, he didn't really like um, outsiders coming in. And it was almost a, as if, uh, you know, it's kind of us against the world type of a, type of a viewpoint. And yeah, ba- Band of Brothers. Because of, right, right, exactly. True, true, true Band of Brothers. And, and so now I feel like he is, you know, he's, he's loosened up. And, he, and, and that personality that we saw, you know, off the cameras is, is what you guys are seeing now. So, no, I think it's great. I think it's great for the the players uh, to see that as well. That you know you can't have fun with football. It's not always a hundred percent serious. Brian Logan is on BYU Sports Nation, and from a uh, former player's perspective, Brian, you go into a spring scrimmage. You're going to have some guys sit out. You have the same offense, but you put in some wrinkles. Do you think BYU accomplished what they wanted to? I think they did. I think I actually it actually looked a lot better than what I expected. Um, I, I didn't. I, I, you would still expect uh, with some of the younger guys and guys coming off the mission. Um, you know, you expect some penalties. You would expect um, you know just guys to be rusty, balls to be dropped. Um, you know, uh, uh, a lot of fumbles and and uh, uh, you know miscues, and, and you didn't really see too much of that, uh, which is always great news uh, and, and a great sign. I, I really think that they maybe this team maybe you know, three, four steps ahead of what they should be right now, uh, which is going to be very scary to, you know, other teams and very exciting for, for fans uh, to know that not everybody is, is here uh, yet. You know, once they get into to fall camp, um, you know, they are going to be getting uh, some more guys, you know, offensively. They're going to be getting some high school guys uh, that are uh, some top recruits coming out of high school um, as well. And so when you think about adding those pieces, uh, the puzzle together, uh, you know, really the, the, the sky is the limit. So as far as a spring ball, um, you know, I think it, it definitely exceeded the expectations of, you know, where they, they really should be at. Brian Logan, BYU TV analyst, former BYU football player on BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Brian, did you have a highlight moment from the spring scrimmage on Saturday? If so, what was it? You know what? I, I didn't really have a, a moment. I was I was playing with my son most of the time, and, and he was – wrestling and punching me and stuff. And so every time I turned my head, every time I heard it, ooh, I heard clapping, I looked, and I was like, oh, what up? So it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a true moment. But what I liked was, uh, and I kept my eye on it most of the time, was, was Trent Trammell, uh, the battle between uh, cornerback Trent Trammell and uh, right receiver uh, Nick Kurtz. 
Um, you know, you got two JC transfers, uh, you know, battling it out. And, and Nick did a good job, and, and Trent did a good job as well. This is the first time that we actually got to see Trent in a in some type of a live game mode setting. Uh, same thing with Nick, and and you know, Trent. He, as far as uh, you know, experience, he does have more of the mental reps. He's been here for a year. Uh, he has more film study, things like that. But you know, I think I think Nick did a, a good job. He got open, but that was a battle that I love to see. And you know, I can just imagine uh, what's going to happen as those guys grow together uh, and, and and compete against each other. And then when you when you talk about getting you know some of the other receivers in, uh, I think both of these these position groups are really going to uh, make each other stronger. Uh, and, and really, you know, when it comes to you know game day. Uh, I don't really see, you know, besides, uh, you know, maybe a couple of guys here and there and, and uh, you know, Houston's offense, you know, I don't really see, uh, you know, too much of a drop-off from what these DBs are seeing. Uh, and same thing with, with the receivers that they're going to be seeing as well. I think this is, you know, the, one of the best secondaries that, that BYU is going to have. Uh, and, and so it, it, it's, it's always good to, to see, uh, you know, that, that battle, that one-on-one battle in, in a game. So that was, that was fun. I was, I was going to ask you if you thought this was going to be the best secondary, one of the best ever, and you answered it for me. So, Brian Logan, we appreciate the time. Thanks, Brian. Great minds think alike. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love, love to come back and, uh, and take over um, sometime soon. We can, we can send Jeremiah another vacation. <laughs> you uh, got we, it, I, think, I think it should be paid. I think it should be paid, though. I'm out next week. <laughs> We're marking it down. Okay. Brian, Perfect. talk to you later, man. <laughs> All right, see you guys. <laughs> Brian Logan, former BYU football player and current BYU TV analyst on BYU Sports Nation. Up next, the Bronco Mendenhall interview that you simply cannot miss. It is, it is worth the wait. You're coming back. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is Nate Austin, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Nate Austin enjoying some time off after the Cougars' March Madness run. But he's what he's excited for football just like the rest of us. Take it easy. <laughs> Tonight on True Blue, Blaine Fowler breaks down that's awkward. Transition. Breaks down the spring <laughs> scrimmage and women's hoops, men's volleyball locks up the conference title, and rugby is in studio today. They have the Wasatch Cup on Saturday against Utah. Remember, Big match. remember how I jumped you on the stat of the day? Stat of the day. That was Watch so True Blue tonight with Dave McCann at 8.30 Eastern time on BYU TV and listen on BYU Radio. There is this very unique relationship, we'll call it a tradition, that we have with Bronco Mendenhall here on BYU Sports Nation and at BYU TV. Uh, I bring him a snack every time I do an interview with him. That was for Countdown to Kickoff primarily, but now it's just become kind of whenever I interview Bronco Mendenhall, I, I bring him a snack because he dubbed me the Green Room Snack Guy the first time we met. In June. In June, on media day. The first thing you did at BYU TV. Yes. Bronco Mendenhall walks into the room and says, this is what you guys do? You sit in the green room and eat snacks? And I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Hashtag Bronco Snark. (laughs) So he comes up later to do an interview with me. He's like, hey, green room snack guy. And and it just, it's stuck for a year now. It's been a blossoming relationship since. So with that backdrop, this is something that we kind of dropped the ball on on Saturday. And Bronco What do you mean we? Okay. You're part of the team, are yes, you not? Yes, we're a team, and I'll help you remember next okay. time. Okay. <laughs> he would not let us live it down. The fact that we for, we forgot snacks. The head coach threatened first to boycott the interview, sitting offset. He did for a while. <laughs> we finally got him on, and uh, th- then he told us what he expected. 
we expect Welcome. we expect to see the snacks delivered in person, and then our viewership can determine <laughs> what kind of interview I had to give. And then, well, they'll have better understanding if it's short and really not personal. They'll just look right at the snacks and say, "Well, no wonder." <laughs> and well, so, we have no, we have no uh, say over the snacks, so I can't wait to see what snacks you give. Who's, what? who's we? Are you two a team, or is it just you? Generally, I mean, our, I am the, I'm the captain of that that snack crew, but. Yeah. I, I failed. That Do was, you know that his was, name? So that was what I just heard right there. That would be based on how the team played. Well, I have no control over how it went, but <laughs> that was kind of what you just did. We, the team, the crew, I don't know what we're bringing up. Why not? I know that they bring If why you not? want a quality interview. We've been busy doing a television program. If you want a quality up. interview, why not take care of the details? Absolutely. Thank you very much. I, I, will, t- I will take the accountability right there. You're, this you're in mid-season was, form was, right Wasn't now. there an apology that you were supposed to give to before I came on? I mentioned something about the peanut gallery. And who, yeah. who was that? Was that with me you were talking about? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so the thought that there's going to be any quality to this interview at all, there's probably zero chance of that. <laughs> But would you like to ask me any questions? <laughs> I, would lo- I would love to do that. You were in mid-season this form. Is, this is the end of spring. You're way ahead of the game right now. You don't get enough credit for your sense of humor, Thank Coach. you very much. You do not get enough hum- uh, uh, credit for that. It is, it is so dry, I'm going to have a drink of water. Though, right okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Mendenhall joining us on set at the spring football special. Coach, uh, scrimmage just wrapped up. We've had Coach and I and Coach Hal talking about guys flying around and, and how excited they were to, to see the energy there. What did you see from your perspective on the field today? Man, I saw 102 plays with not very many injuries, which is a great thing for spring. Saw Taysom Hill, um, 66% completion percentage. I saw enough points to make me happy. Protection held well enough. He delivered the ball accurately and effectively and on time. And then I saw Kurt Henderson, um, Nick Kurtz, Taryn Houck, uh, and some others uh, make some nice catches downfield. Michael Davis yeah, Michael emerged on a long play. So it's nice to not only have the timing throws and the possession throws and the per- completion percentage, but it's nice to have some downfield shots also. Bronco Mendenhall is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, is that what you wanted to see out of the spring scrimmage, is what you saw today? You know, I, I was, uh, it was more than what I thought. I thought we'd only get about maybe 60-ish plays. And you got um, 102? 102, which wow. was great. The, having a Pac-12 crew here was fantastic. They didn't blow any calls today? I can't say that, but it was great <laughs> to have a Pac-12 crew here today and to manage the tempo and timing of the game. They can't find you. Exactly right. At least not now. They, anyway. Not right now. You're good. You're clear. There, there is some snacks that they've been known to try to. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, we, we have uh, no, we have a good team, and we got a lot done. And that's Bronco, the goal. Bronco Mendenhall, the head football coach of BYU, on with BYU Sports Nation. Uh, coach, you obviously are a defensive specialist, and everyone talks about uh, the job you've done there, and rightly so. You've done an incredible job raising this program up. But, but interestingly enough, you've said that you spent the majority of your time during the spring practices with the offense. Why, why the transition there? Mm, great chance to learn. Um, I want our program to, to reach elite level. Um, there's national level, and then there's a level within that. And um, I would love to have enough influence on our program with all the critical moments in time and setting direction, um, regardless of uh, what side of the ball. And so from the minute the season ended until now, I've been with our offense. I'll join the defense again, most likely at the beginning of fall camp um, and, and continue what we already have going there, which Nick is doing a great job. Uh, but it's fun to be able to spend more time with the offensive players and offensive coaches. It would be very similar in a family that you spend, um, even though you love all your kids the same, you spend all your time with one. 
and and so it's great for the offensive players to know I care about them, am interested in our offensive coaches so I can develop a relationship there, and this seemed to be a good time. Speaking of good time, now's a good time to give you the candy, the homage. And we brought a okay. ton of it. So what, we, what, I, what, I, this what I see that we went with here, just, so we're going for volume rather than really the quality. 102 plays. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> But this isn't 102. And if you're going to go for bite size, then you might want to go a bite per play. And I don't think there's 102. And okay. so uh, do you the interview's over, basically. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it, but this was in retrospect for what I've already provided. So I think this just gets us enough to now, and then you guys should take it the from next, here. The next time I see you, I will have a double dose of Heath Bar, peanut M&M's, or jalapeno chips. You choose. See, based on my level of trust for you, that means that I'm contributing now for what I might get yes. in the future. Have so I'm having, not, an, I have, I'm having to make a decision right now. On national TV and radio. Exactly right. That yeah. I trust. You trust me. Well, I trust you a lot more than your partner. <laughs> Boom. But, okay. That's yes. <laughs> I know him. That, that doesn't name? mean. That doesn't mean. By the way, that I said more. I didn't say trust. I said trust you more. Oh, okay. That, that oh, okay. wasn't. Okay. That, that's fair. That was stopping yeah. short of okay. trust. But. I think okay. we're on a slippery slope. Like fair in enough. four years, are you delivering like Costco-sized? <laughs> Crates of, it's it's of much candy. like it's much like when you get married and you start based on the wedding ring or the engagement ring and yeah. how that all happens. Yeah. You set the bar pretty high. And so you're so, saying we're in a relationship here. Um, tenuous, but yes, in a, a relationship. These are the snacks that have been offered to the head coach at BYU for this segment right here. We got a Hershey kiss, a baby Ruth, Milky some, Way. Is there and, some uh, form of um, what's that one? I don't even know. Twitter in or feed that you can be getting Rolo. responses back. I'm, yeah. I'm sure yeah. there is. Please send in your responses to what you think about these snacks rank, that we have rank offered the up stacks, Bronco Mendenhall. The snacks on quality of one to ten, ten being the highest, one being the lowest, and then that'll give <laughs> these guys great feedback. Knowing that I will be more likely to give fantastic interviews based on the quality of snacks <laughs> from this point forward. Uh, here's, here's a question from at Hobosita. Is quantity over quality the same thing as will over skill? That's a great question. Mm. It is, and I'd prefer both. <laughs> okay. You want it all. Yeah. This interview is going in a direction I thought it had <laughs> I don't no even, chance I don't even going. know what we're talking <laughs> what, about. Yeah, right? really, I love it. Football, right? It's a football Saturday at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, BYU Sports Nation, live with Bronco Mendenhall, the head football coach of the Cougars. There's so much anticipation for the season. And you look at the roster and the depth that you have coming back defensively in the secondary and then all this linebacking talent coming in. Is there a time in your coaching tenure where you can remember on paper this much depth? When I consider the, the chance to impact the team that we need to have and the positions we need to have impact the team with receivers coming to what we already have, um, with linebackers coming to what we already have, um, with the addition of Graham Rowley and Travis Tuiloma, what I've already seen up front for the spring, um, we have very good talent. We have a lot of depth, and we have healthy players right now. And I think we have a favorable schedule, a strong schedule. Um, but there's there's a lot at stake for this season. But I think we're lined up really well for for 2014. Your Mike and Buck linebackers, you replace a couple of seniors who go out. Some of the uh, best you've had here. Uh, but you throw in guys like Pikula, Leo Tadoyer. You have some talented freshmen coming in, other guys. How comfortable do you feel with that, those two positions? I, the, the, the biggest question maybe going into spring was, was that spot. Um, the, maybe the most pleasant surprise so far is Zach Stout. We didn't know where he would be in terms of fitness level and mindset and coming back. 
and he didn't start as a starter this spring, but if I were to say today who would start at Mike Linebacker, it would be Zach Stout, and Manoa Pakula would be the Buck linebacker with him, with Jeremiah right there and Austin Heater right there. So um, that question is being solidified each day, and today helped that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Zach Stout was the one that during the spring scrimmage today jumped up and, and tipped that pass that got intercepted. Is that, is that correct? Could, could have been. Um, there was a lot happening out there. Yeah. And, and knowing that I'm watching offensive players more right now, I can't give you an exact for sure on that, but could have been. I think it was Zach Stout. Okay. By the way, we've got some, uh, some fantastic tweets coming in. Uh, here, this is from at Little Rich 14. Quality of snacks is a 2 out of 10. Thank you, very. What's his name? <laughs> at what Little Rich 14. Richard Leak is his name. R- Richard, um, just so you know, <laughs> can, can I look directly into a camera somewhere? Where do I look? It's right? also on the okay. radio, so you have to So I, I really appreciate um, your insight and accuracy on watching the show, gauging what's happening, and then giving the influence and feedback. Feedback is a gift necessary to the two co-hosts of this because we are shooting for elite standards. And again, if you could look at the snacks here, those are not elite snacks. (laughs) There's some good stuff coming. What are those, snacks for ants? Thank you very much. Snacks for ants. I like that one as well. uh, Halloween leftovers, walk away, brother. Thank you very much. walk away. Thank you very much. I think we found them in a closet in the Bellwood It's been nice visiting with you. Was that walk away? No, we don't want you to walk oh, okay. away. He said walk away I, okay, from the snacks, good. but we'd love for you to stay on and talk with us. I want to ask you this. So the BYU women's basketball team, they're in the Sweet 16 against awesome, Connecticut. By the way. Have you been following this awesome. a little bit? So yes. they're playing today. I said that if BYU beats Connecticut, I'm going to shave my head next week on the show. I love that. Would you like to be a part of that? that you know, um, not really. Okay. so He that, doesn't want to be I, a part of the haircut. I mean, that, that didn't happen, luckily. just the, the full interview you can find. We've tweeted out yeah. a link to this. We put it on YouTube as well. You can see the full 16 minutes uh, because this is an hour show and we've got some some things to discuss and it's a little cramped. We couldn't show you all of it. but He ended up on uh, eating all of it, just smashing it into his face. Chocolate was there. No, he didn't do that. He pulled out a Reese's and he found a Snickers and he said this ups it a little bit. Yes. Watch the entire interview if you haven't missed it. It's fun to see Bronco (laughs) relaxed. You know, it's not in season. He's not in hashtag go fast, go hard mode, hashtag will over skill or whatever. He was fun. We're never going to forget that. I'm going to say that's the number one moment in BYU Sports Nation history right now. The, the way that he handled that and, and played it off, and I was serious when I said, because I see him in that light, like Brian Logan told us earlier. He saw that every day. He, saw, he said he saw it every day. Wow. Whenever I talk to Bronco, we have some lighthearted humor. and, and you're, it's, it's a dry humor. It is an uncommon humor. But I'm happy that I'm BYU parched fans, after watching that again. BYU fans are starting to see what what we see. Yeah, and in see, I mean, in season on game day, you're not going to see it, and you shouldn't. He, it, it, he's in the mode. He there uh, for the LDS community. He there's some Captain Moroni in him. You know what I mean? Band of Brothers. He's really he has a military uh, sense of of uh, the way he presents himself. But when because he wants to go into a game and take it seriously. But it's fun when you have these moments where he can relax a little bit. We're not going to get this in between games during the season. <laughs> right, at halftime with you. Uh, where are the snacks for me? He did that one Although ne- he might next year. <laughs> he, I don't know. He may, that, that would be the shocker of the year. <laughs> the shocker. If he, if he mentions snacks during a halftime interview at any point with me, yeah. We'll but, see. But that's what we want to do on this show. We want to not only inform you, we want to entertain you and have some fun. And we saw that on display with Bronco. That was a lot of fun. 
We, we hope you enjoy never, it. We will never forget it. Watch the whole thing. We've tweeted out a link to it uh, on our BYU Sports Nation account, also Jeremy and I's personal account, so uh, check it out if you have a moment. If you're not excited about what's to come in the fall after that, you are not living, BYU Sports Nation. Oh, by the way, football just around the corner. Countdown to Connecticut. 151. Tomorrow is 150. <laughs> Woo! We've counted down all the way from 238. It started at 238 days. What a joke. And I love on, it so much. On January much. 2nd. We started on January 2nd. We're at 151. Smell that, Jerem? I can smell the pages of it's, Phil Steele and yep. Lindy's Magazine and Athlon. There's a hint of grass yes. from East Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> oh, football season is so close. <laughs> Keep your responses, by the way, coming to BYU Sports Nation about what is your hashtag BYUSN top headline today. We'll get to some of your tweets. We'll also address the top headlines from over the weekend and what a weekend it was for BYU sports, women's basketball, volleyball, uh, a little softball action as well. They got in a loaded Cougar whip around, so it's good. There's some a good lot going on. Happening. Not to mention, uh, huge this week, Y Awards Wednesday night. Oh, by the way, what did the men's volleyball team do that no other team has ever done? We touched on this briefly. We'll review that again. Find out next. You're listening to a Monday edition of BYU Sports Nation. This is Tyler Haas, and you are tuned into BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. B to the Y to the U Sports Nation. Doing it live on a Monday from Studio B here at BYU Broadcasting. I'm Spencer Linton. To my left, Jerem Jordan. And he still has a full head of hair. Oh, yeah. Tyler Haas, by the way, Male Athlete of the Year nominee on the Wire Awards, which is Wednesday. Hey, get involved in the Wire Awards for the first time ever. It's live on BYU TV. So what we're going to do is have you vote, 100% fan voted, for a new category. It's called Game of the Year. Go to BYUTVSports.com right now. You can see the nominees. You can see Studio C introduce that. Check out videos, uh, recaps. And then you use hashtag Y Awards and then the specific hashtags for that play. So go to BYUTVSports.com and weigh in on that. Wednesday, 9 Eastern, live if, on BYU TV. And tomorrow, close to the Marriott Center and you yeah, want to watch it live, go. Just it's show free. Up. No just tickets. Show up, you just yeah. show up, sit as close as you want. It's going to be awesome. Jason Gray, one of the main four from Studio C, will be on the show tomorrow to talk about hosting the Y Awards. Looking forward to that. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna have to pull some uh, I don't know some impersonations out of him or, or something. He does he does some really he's good really, yeah, good, he's really impersonations. good impersonations. Resetting some of your top headlines. Anybody with interest in the NCAA women's basketball tournament was certainly talking Me. about not only BYU but the way BYU lost and how impressed they were with the Cougars. Not many, not many teams can have that distinction of losing but gain so much respect. Yeah, nicely done. Kimmer Beeston showed up. Uh, Morgan Bailey leveraged the karma. Jennifer Hampson. Uh, some people think she might. Uh, hey, maybe she'll go pro to the WNBA instead of playing volleyball. Nope. I, I don't think there's a chance. I no. think she's stoked about playing volleyball. She loved volleyball before she did basketball. She actually loved gymnastics maybe before she did volleyball. <laughs> Believe it or not, she quit gymnastics to play basketball, if I'm not mistaken. She hated basketball when she was little. Oh, man. Yeah. Largest deficit for UConn this season. Six points. That happened against BYU. They had a lead on UConn in the second half. Only team to do that all year. They made the Huskies play an entire game. They were a 33-point underdog. 
What in the world? Who's setting that line, by the way? No kidding. Men's volleyball, in other news, clinches the number one seed in the conference tournament. That's the earliest anyone's ever clinched in the 20-year history of the MPSF. BYU wins back-to-back conference titles as well. They've never done that either. Nicely done, gents. Nicely done. What is your hashtag BYUSN top headline today? From at Crazy Coog Fanatic, BYU Sports Nation karma strikes again for Morgan Bailey and men's volleyball. We were had we had Jose uh, Josue Josue Rivera, Rivera on the yep. show. Yeah? He got his host swagger on. At <laughs> CBD6262, BYU Rugby beats San Francisco Golden Gate, moves on to Wasatch Cup on Friday. We may or may not be wearing some BYU Rugby swag on Friday. You know it. I love me some rugby. Saturday, Wasatch Cup against Utah. Seven local time for that one. At JNL's 21, Taysom improves accuracy. That's, I'm going to continue yeah, along that one. As well. Much to the delight of everyone in BYU Sports Nation. 70% on Saturday. Up next, a loaded Cougar whip around. Find out what a former Cougar did on the PGA Tour this weekend. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. 151 days away are the BYU Cougars and the football team from taking on UConn in Revenge the season Revenge for opener. women's hoops. August 29th. <laughs> exactly. Revenge. We're Revenge coming for, for you. Revenge for Virginia. <laughs> That's going to haunt me forever, man. <laughs> Spencer Linton and Jeremy Jordan hanging out in Studio B. You know what time it is, brother? Cougar whip around. Vamos la. It's time for the Cougar whip around. Football. After the spring scrimmage, the Cougars wrap up practice this week with three practices. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Friday's the alumni day. We'll have practice reports up on BYUTVSports.com and reaction here on BYU Sports Nation, of course. Also, former Cougar Ben Archibald, the uh, offensive lineman, retired after six seasons in the Canadian Football League, announced yesterday. He was most recently on the BC Lions. That's where John Beck is going to be a quarterback now. Men's basketball. Tyler Haas, a finalist for the Lou Henson Award given to the nation's best mid-major player from CollegeInsider.com. Also, Jordan Chapman, son of Jeff, former BYU basketball player, returned home from his mission to South Korea. Welcome we're, back. We're going to have to have some com- I'm going to have to have a conversation with him because you that's where I served Korea. my mission. He will play guard for BYU starting this fall. Men's volleyball. Look at Young. Sander! Yes! 28-26! The pivotal set three goes to BYU. The Cougars beat Santa Barbara and UCLA at home to lock up the number one seed in the upcoming Mountain Pacific Sports Federation Tournament and back-to-back regular season championships. You are excited. We are the champions. It gets exciting. The Cougars travel to Hawaii for a pair of matches this week. Cougars in the association. Brandon, don't call me Davis, Davies scored four <laughs> points and four rebounds in 14 minutes. He's back to playing. No even stock. Even better, though. <laughs> Kyle Collingsworth. Kyle Collingsworth. <laughs> Even better, Brandon Davies helped the 76ers snap their 26-game yes. yes. losing streak on job, Saturday. Brandon. Nice job. That tied an NBA high, by the way. Jimmer Fredette played Whoa. four minutes on Friday, scored three points. Jimmer has played in just one of the last eight games for the Chicago Bulls. Baseball. Hashtag free Jimmer part deux. The Cougars lost two of three at St. Mary's last weekend. BYU plays tomorrow against UVU in the Royal Blues. 8 Eastern on the W.TV and BYU Radio in the University Parkway Collision. That's what I call it. Softball. The ladies 
one two of three against Idaho State, including a 10-run comeback on Saturday. That is downright impressive. They also have two wins over number two ranked teams in the country this year. By the way, the 10-run comeback, largest in school history. Cougars in the PGA. Summer Haynes for birding on three. BYU alumni Daniel Summerhay shot a seven under par, which was good enough for a second place tie at the Valero Texas Open. Nicely done. Summerhay was one under par yesterday, finishing just a stroke off the lead. This finish places Summerhay 29th on the tour in FedEx Cup points. Nicely done. Rugby. I can't do an Irish accent, but I can do a Scottish one. So in, in, in honor of David Smith, the Irishman, I'm going to say this. The best performance of the season. The BYU rugby team beat San Francisco Golden Gate. 45-33. I'll be shooting for my own hand. <laughs> yeah, so you can do the Irish one. I can't do the Irish one. Well, Scottish no, I, I can I'm, kind of do. I'm just quoting a movie. Uh, tomorrow, Blaine Fowler, as well as Jason, job. Jason Gray from Studio C. The Scots Lawn product. I've been watching the whole NCAA tournament. Jason Gray from Studio C will join us to preview the Y Awards coming up Wednesday. Our Twitter question today is, what is the BYU Sports Nation headline? Let's go back to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. <laughs> At Y for Life. Valiant effort, talking about BYU women's basketball. The UConn headline. looked pretty shocked and worried for a while there. Absolutely. They did. You yeah. were worried for a little bit in the second no. half. For a second, Stop you were. It. A second, yeah. At Kyle Moriyama, 151 days to avenge women's basketball. <laughs> yep. At Crazy Coog Fanatic, you better carry an emergency supply of snacks during all of the football season. We're already on it. We are already on it. We've had discussions about it. Yeah. Thanks to today's guests, Bronco Mendenhall from Saturday, Brian Logan, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation for show links and much more. Congratulations again to the BYU men's volleyball team for wrapping up the MPSF regular season championship. Back-to-back years. Rise and shout to them. Episodes of our show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com or on BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. We're out.